630-CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430, Fairchild Radio. In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition. And a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. I didn't sleep at all last night, I stayed up till the dawn. Banging out the jigs and reels till everyone had gone Singing some old shut-eyed songs I hadn't sung for years Knocking back the brandy and the beer Back across the ocean to my home away from home I'm glad to be returning but sad to have to go I'd like to find a way to be two places at one time But it's easy going back again, but it's hard to say goodbye I had one back too many just as I was said to leave I was loaded down with bacon and with sausages and tea And I couldn't find my ticket as I'm walking out the door Till I emptied all my bags out on the floor Back across the ocean to my home, away from home I'm glad to be returning, but sad to have to go I'd like to find a way to be two places at one time But it's easy going back again, but it's hard to say goodbye On board the plane I sipped a drink while waiting for the meal Just trying not to let my head know how my stomach feels There's a baby right behind me making sure that I won't sleep And the flight's too full to find another seat Back across the ocean to my home away from home I'm glad to be returning, but sad to have to go. I'd like to find a way to be two places at one time. But it's easy going back again, but it's hard to say goodbye. I fell asleep at last just as the plane is pitching down. And I aged in years while waiting for the bags to come around. And I make it home at last and I'm barely unpacked when I'm already making plans to go again Back across the ocean to my home away from home I'm glad to be returning but sad to have to go I'd like to find a way to be two places at one time But it's easy going back again but it's hard to say goodbye Back across the ocean to my home away from home I'm glad to be returning but sad to have to go I'd like to find a way to be two places at some time Or it's easy going back again but it's hard to say goodbye 
Lovely stuff. Welcome Brilliant. to Keologus Crack. Great host Saturday there, morning. Kenny. Nice and mild here in Toronto. <laughs> huh? It is. A bit of a thaw. Oh, yeah. Bit of a thaw this week, so the, most of the snow is gone, so it's great. I was in Montreal this week now, and it definitely wasn't t shirt weather. I up wouldn't there. think so, no. Nope. That nope. place is cold. It was cold, but lovely part of the uh, the world there, it old is. Montreal. Some <sighs> lovely nice uh, restaurants and hotels and stuff like oh, that. Oh, sure, it's yeah. great. Cheers I love I love Montreal. Great crack altogether. Yeah. That was Sean King sing, singing a, a song there, Home Away From Home. Thought we'd put that one out there to our new arrival, Mike. Ah, yes. Who came over to us, and he's our first of the Syrian arrivals for uh, Irish Project Hope. Lovely young man. A lovely young man. We got to meet him last Sunday evening, and as we do, you gather around a bit of food. Yeah. And had a great old chat with him, and he's settling in this week. He is. The committee has been busy taking him out and about yeah, and around. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie hasn't broken in already. He does. Yeah. He's, he's, he's officially seen the inside of the Galway Arms. <laughs> Come on, Eddie. I Eddie heard it was Brett, a fierce huh? run on the, the, uh, the, the locals down at the Galway Arms signing up for uh, Arabic courses there so that they could make <laughs> him feel right. more welcome. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Well, uh, we're, we're delighted to have Mike with us, so it's, uh, yeah. it's good. It's good, and we'll be getting him out around. He's been into talk to places like Scotia Bank and whatnot and open his it's new fantastic. bank account and everything. So the committee's been taking great care of him, so it's good. Getting settled. He doesn't like the subway, so we'll have to get him used to that one. Yeah, rattly yeah. old trains. Rattly old trains, yeah. They must but have fierce um, soft ones over there in Syria, do they? <laughs> Smooth as silk. Not sure, buddy. <laughs> Not sure. So, uh, different look to the studio here today as well. There is. We have a full, a full packed studio. Some big announcements been made today, and we'll uh, we'll get on to our guests now in a little bit. But uh, yeah, they're uh, they're looking good too. They are indeed. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to announce them, or will we keep? Should we? Ah, sure. It's all over Facebook. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we have Terry Smith here. She's going yep. to talk to us about Just Socks, launched yesterday, and the yep. funds are rolling in already. Perfect. And then Cormac Monaghan is here. Big the man from Balbriggan is yeah. going to announce who the Irish Person of the Year wow. is for uh, 2016. Are you as nervous as I am? Because I'm this, really nervous. This is the hands year. are sweating. This could here be our now. year, buddy. Huh? It could be. It could be our year. Yeah. I was asking him for a clue. Excited. Like, was it a was it two people this year and one from Leash and one from Sligo? <laughs> just to see. You get know. it out of him? No. No, he's uh, he's uh, like a vault. Yeah. Can't get anything out of him. No. Drum okay. tight. Drum tight. Yeah. So we'll be looking forward to that that uh, bit of news now when Absolutely, it comes out. Yeah. Great, good stuff. So Paul Dunn is uh, off to a good start there in Johannesburg. Yeah, the Joburg Open. Yeah, it's good. He's uh, he's four he's, back, is he? He's four. Is if I didn't see the lads finish, but I know he had another good round today. So he good did. for him. He's up at thirteen under par. Yeah. So it'd be great now if he could give it a lash for the Ryder Cup this year. It so would indeed. See if yeah. He can keep that form. Fair play to him. I saw him. Did you see his drive there off one of the holes? He had to get down on his, almost down on his knees after he hit it. I don't know what he was trying to do. And how about our pal, actually, who's, I think he's also playing that same tournament that we met down at the PGA. Tim Clark, did you see his new putter? I did see his putter. (laughs) That's a weird look. You will have one of them before the season's out, I know. I'm going to buy one today. Ah, yes. (laughs) And Munster is back to winning ways. After a lot of turmoil down there uh, this this last little while, they won 26-13 today against uh, Stade de Francais. Yeah, and there was good. a bit of a mix-up with the jerseys <laughs> last week. I read something about Human it. error, they Cada said. What happened there? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Anyway, they had to play in, at home today in their uh, their black strip, but Earls and Zebo went over for two great tries today, so that's good. Wonderful. And before I uh, left the car, I heard that Leinster were winning against um, Bath there, 7-6. Good. So and I think uh, our Ulster leading as well. I think they were against uh, Saracens. Saracens. Yeah. yeah. Ger- and Jared Payne is back, which is uh, great. 
Um, actually, no, I got it mixed up. It was Ulster that was leading 7-6. Ah, that was it, yeah. And Jared Payne is back, which is good news for Six Nations. This is his first game back of the season since uh, the World Cup exit. So that's great. Hmm. And Connacht will be in France. They're playing uh, Breathe uh, later on. So oh, okay. Good. Very good. Very good. All right, good stuff. Well, uh, we've got a full show, don't we? Yeah. So, so we'll get on with a wee bit of music now. Is there a theme here that you wanted to talk about? Oh, it's not necessarily a theme now, okay. but uh, a few old tracks come here. Man, we, I thought we'd get fellas up now off the kitchen table now and, and put the cups of tea down and get your, <laughs> your missus that you're looking across for and get on with a wee bit of show band music here.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right, we're off to Ottawa to get the news from Ireland with Desmond Devoy. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning, folks, and good morning, Ken and Mark. Uh, here you have a full house down there, so it'll keep you nice and warm today. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Well, it's an honour just to be nominated. And Irish actors and movies were just that, honoured and nominated over and over and over again on Thursday, when the nominations for the 2016 Academy Awards were announced in Hollywood. In one of the most Irish heavy races in the history of the Oscars, the movies Room and Brooklyn have been nominated for Best Picture. In Shersha Ronan from County Carlow was nominated for Best Actress in her role as an Irish immigrant to 1950s New York in Brooklyn. Brie Larson was also nominated for Best Actress in Room. Both films were also nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. Dublin-born Lenny Abramson was nominated for his work in directing Room. The movie was based on a 2010 novel by Dublin-born writer Emma Donoghue, which won the Man Booker Prize, and she lives in London, Ontario. Brooklyn is based on the novel by Enniscorthy County Wexford-born Calm Tobin, published in 2009. All told, Room took four nominations and Brooklyn three. Both films were produced in cooperation with the Irish Film Board, with Dublin-based Element Pictures producing Room, Abraham's fifth picture. Meanwhile, Stutterer by Irish director Benjamin Cleary was nominated for Best Live Action Short. Kerry man Michael Fassbender was nominated as Best Actor for his performance in the title role in the biopic Steve Jobs. This is Ronan's second nomination. She was up for the Best Supporting Actress for Atonement back in 2007. Fassbender has said that he has resigned to the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio appears set to win Best Actor for his role in The Revenant. But other members of the Irish entertainment industry were positively jubilant at the news. James Hickey, CEO of the Irish Film Board, told the Irish Times that he was watching the nomination announcements on Tuesday and, quote, we were cheering, we were jumping up and down. Even President Michael D. Higgins called the number of nominees, quote, unprecedented, as he wished the Irish delegation heading to the February 28th ceremony, quote, his warmest congratulations. 
Well, the federal, well, the general election is heating up, and it's unusual when a candidate asks you to go ahead and vote for another party. But that's exactly what Councillor Anne-Marie Dermotti did this week when the Fine Gael candidate said that women voters should back female candidates of other parties when her party wields only a male-only ticket. Darmody is running in Dublin southwest for the party and will be leading a female-only canvas for her party across the country on January 30th in the run-up to next month's expected general election. While she stressed that women were, quote, quote, not better than men, she wanted to see women encouraging other women, and that's why her party has set a goal of seeing 30% of its candidates' spots filled by women. Women won 25 of the 166 dial seats in the last general election, or 15%, with that number rising to 27 seats, or 16%, after by-elections in 2014. The party will be adding women to all male lists in Clare, Donegal, Wexford and Cork North Central in order to hit their 30% gender quota target. The party has no female candidates in about 15 ridings. In a related story, Ellen Murray, 22, will become the first transgender candidate to stand for election on the island of Ireland during the Northern Ireland Assembly elections this coming May. She'll be running for the Green Party in the riding of West Belfast. And finally from us this week, it's This Week in Irish History, which is just chock-a-block this week, and today is an auspicious day. It was on this day in 1922 that the last Lord Lieutenant of Ireland, Edmund Talbot Fitzalan, formally handed over power to Michael Collins and the keys to Dublin, Dublin Castle, marking the end of British rule in the 26 counties. On January 15, 1754, animal rights activist Colonel M- Richard Martin is born in County Galway. He would go on to introduce the first animal cruelty legislation in the United Kingdom and in 1824 co-founded the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. The 15th of January was also an interesting day politically. In 1800, it was the last day of sitting for the Irish Parliament in Dublin before the introduction of direct rule from London later that week. And while Justin Trudeau considers changing our voting system, Irish voters first began using proportional representation voting in 1920 in local elections. A year later, Northern Ireland also used PR, but this was abandoned for the old first-past-the-post system, and PR was only reintroduced in 1998 for assembly races. On January 14, 1965, Taoiseach Sean Lamass meets with Northern Ireland's Prime Minister Terence O'Neill, the first time Northern and Southern leaders have met officially since partition. January 13, 1941, saw the death of famed Irish author James Joyce in Zurich, Switzerland. And on January 12, 1729, famed orator, politician and philosopher Edmund Burke, seen as the father of modern conservatism, is born in Dublin. And finally, on January 11, 1939, the Irish National Teachers Organization calls to the lifting of the ban preventing married women from teaching. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. Get going to Ireland this winter with Aer Lingus, Ireland's airline. For the best fares to Ireland and beyond, book now at www.airlingus.ca. That's www.aerlingus.ca. Now you're up to date with the la- now you're up to date with Keolagus Crack. So now it's back to Toronto with the lads. Until next week, folks. Slam go foil. Fair play to you, Desmond. That's good stuff. Great getting that bit of history in there now. Deadly, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Going to be chock a block now, 1916, all the way Full through. Of it. yeah. It's going to be great. Well, it's time for the first big announcement of the day. And we're delighted to have the man from Balbriggan here. He was telling us all about this uh, Science Awards, too, that you're cleaning up over there. Yeah. Um, thanks, Ken, Mark, and Jay. Um, no, just as I was saying, the Young Scientist Awards, a big deal in Ireland, but. Uh, 
I never miss an opportunity to plug Balbriggan, but Loretto Balbriggan won six of the top eight awards there. So there you go. Wow. We're not just pretty faces in Balbriggan. <laughs> and actually, as I was saying, most of them are children of immigrants to Balbriggan, which is sort of reflective of the New Ireland. I believe they were on the Late Late Show last night, if anyone wants to check it out on the player. I believe yeah. it's pretty interesting. Well, we're on the radio now, so the listeners don't realize that you got a, a lovely Jerry Adams beard going there. Yeah, gorgeous. yeah. Pierce Brosnan beat me out for the, the lead role that? in the film, but uh, I saw that, yeah. I was you in contention. Shot, I was in contention. Were, <laughs> it looks good. I like the look. Yeah, thank you. New glasses and everything. <laughs> yeah, the whole that lot. Deadly. He's got yeah. a whole new look for 2016. Yeah, new and improved. You did know it was radio today, right? Uh, I realized yeah. that on the you way up. Dress yeah. up and everything yeah. in the suit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. have to take a picture now and post that, I think. Huh? <laughs> but you're here anyway, not to talk about yourself or Balbriggan. Oh. No. You have big news. I do indeed. I know why. Yeah. And you were mentioning earlier, maybe if there was a lad from Leash and, and Sligo in the awards, uh, Keol and Crack did actually, Keol Crack did get some nominations. It seems that Jay and Desmond have a lot of fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, it wasn't their year. And uh, on behalf of the Irish Person of the Year Committee, Kitty Freely, Anne Looney, Anne-Marie O'Donnell, Angela O'Murray and myself, I just want to thank everyone who submitted nominations, uh, all very much appreciated. And of course, yourself, lads, and the other radio show hosts for helping us get the message out there. Thankfully, as a community, there's no shortage of very worthy candidates out there. But as is the case in all these things, we can only recognise them at a rate of one per year. And without further ado, very pleased and indeed honoured to announce that the 2016 Irish Person of the Year is the one and only Mr. Brian Farmer. Wow. Oh, that's fantastic. Brian's a super guy. Brilliant. You'd know him well, Mark, from the GA days. I know him very well. I know him very well, yeah. So that is fantastic. Great news. Congratulations to Brian. Tell us a little bit more about Brian. I I know a lot of people in the community know him, but uh, for those who might not. Right. Well, Brian recently stepped down as president of the Canadian Gaelic Athletic Association, the GAA, after 21 years at the helm, almost as long as Jerry Adams has been in charge of Sinn Féin, I think. Um, the GAA is obviously a very unique and treasured Irish sporting and cultural association, both in Ireland and around the world, not least here in Canada. And in recognition of Brian's exceptional service to an exceptional organisation, the committee felt this was the right time to add his name to the distinguished list we have assembled over the previous 25 years. Um, just to give you a little bit of bio on Brian, as I say, you and many of the listeners would already know, but he's a native of Clonmore, County Armagh, which, to quote Wikipedia, is a hamlet and townland close to the banks of the Blackwater River near the Armagh-Tyrone border. Brian came to Canada in 1974. I think he got a visa in 1975, but uh, <laughs> his own words. But uh, since then, he has certainly left his mark on his adopted home. Obviously, he's most synonymous with the GAA. He got involved with the St. Mike's Club on his arrival and then became one of the founding members of the Durham Robert Emmets and the current Toronto Senior Men's Champions 25 years ago. I guess not long after that, he got involved with the Canadian County Board and stuck with it through thick and thin for over two decades. And I'm sure there was plenty of thin. Um, any of us on any of these committees would know it's one thing to get involved for a couple of years, do your bit and move on, but it's an entirely different thing to stick with any one role or committee for as long as Brian has done. Um, obviously, for that to happen, it has to be a passion and part of one's DNA. And I know that Brian will be the first to acknowledge he's just one of many such passionate and committed leaders that the GAA in Canada is fortunate to have. Um, but, you know, for any one person to stay at the helm and do the job with the zeal and commitment he has brought to it, and Mark, you and I would know mm-hmm. that sort of level of commitment and attention Absolutely. to detail he brings to it year in, year out, is quite exceptional, <laughs> and our view makes him a, a very worthy addition to our community's unofficial Hall of Fame. So just, you know, without further ado, just to wrap up, on behalf of the committee, um, I just really want to personally congratulate Brian and his wife, Chris, and their entire family on this latest and well-deserved accolade. We look forward to having a great day out with them on Sunday, March the 6th. 
and hopefully many of your listeners can join us there as well. Wow, that'll be fantastic. That will be fantastic. We'll be looking forward to that event now, for sure. Yeah, we will. I had a, uh, have a great Brian Farmer story from my first few uh, years in Canada, um, a year in, uh, year after my, oh, no, less than a year after my arrival. And I didn't come with a whole lot, I have to say. And um, I got a job offer, and the job required me to have a vehicle. And I didn't have a vehicle. I didn't have any money either. And uh, Brian Farmer lent me $500. He didn't know me. And uh, I'll never forget it because I got the job. I got another job after that and got several after it. But I'll never forget it. He, he was just the generosity. Wow. was incredible. Did he didn't have to do back? that. <laughs> I, uh, it took a little bit longer than I wanted, but I did pay him back. Yeah. Um, but he was very patient with me. And, uh, you know, so I'll never forget it anyway. But that's just one story. I would imagine that if we polled a whole bunch of people in the city, you might see that his not just a, you know acts of generosity, but but just yeah. the stuff that he's done. And, and, the, and the GAA is just one facet of a his many busy and accom- you know he's a very busy and accomplished life. And we'll you know hear more about that yeah. over the next few yeah. weeks and on the day. But uh, but I think your story, as you say, would be just quite reflective of many people's experiences yeah. with the man. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Fantastic. So we will have Brian, hopefully, uh, we'll hear from Brian next week on the show. Um, I'll get in touch with him this week and uh, see if we can do a little bit of a sell on him to get him get him in here in the studio or at least on the phone. So I can't wait to hear from him. And uh, he's, you know, he's also a man that, uh, you know, just just occasionally likes likes to, to stay away from the old microphone. But we're going to pull him in here and stick his head into it here now. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Good stuff. Thanks, lads. Great. Great announcement. Good stuff. All right. Well, of course, we Cormac keeps his cards close to his chest, so we didn't know, of course, who was going to be uh, the Irish Person of the Year. So we don't have a song lined up from our ma yet today, but we will next week when next he's week. on the show. Yep. Anyway, go on with this one from Christy Hennessy.
Yeah, we haven't lost our mind here at Keologus Crack. We're not turning into a disco night or anything like that. But we got our socks on and we're delighted to have Terry Smith in studio to tell us all about Just Socks this year. You had a fantastic campaign last year and you launched yesterday. You did. And the money's rolling in. The money is rolling in. And uh, thank you so much for uh, having us here today. We're delighted to be here. JustSocks.ca is our website if you want to go there and uh, and see what we're all about. But uh, yes, this is our second emergency sock campaign in the middle of winter. And while we're not quite in those frigid times just yet, they're on their way. And uh, so many people on on Toronto streets need socks. New socks are the most needed item of clothing and the least donated item of clothing. Wow. So uh, shelters and charities simply don't uh, don't have uh, the budgets to go out and buy. And if they do, they buy socks that are 50 cents a pair and are very thin and wear mm-hmm. out. We, uh, we are a family-run charity. Uh, from last year, we did raise $50,000 thanks to many of your listeners. Uh, and $20 donation can buy you $25 pairs of socks so that's 25 people on the streets a little bit warmer in the middle of winter and uh, so this year uh, we've upped the ante to a hundred thousand dollar goal wow. uh, now we have a fantastic uh, anonymous donor who will match the first 50,000 so really we have to raise 50,000 and then we will have a uh, hundred thousand so we are uh, hoping your listeners will uh, pull up their socks again this year and uh, and help us out with uh, 20 or uh, 40 or, or 100 and uh, dollar donations, you simply go online to justsocks.ca. You make an online donation. You immediately receive a tax receipt. And then uh, when we get um, a fair amount of money in, we send a bulk order to McGregor Socks, who are our sole sock providers. And uh, and they will uh, put together all the orders that we have. And the charities either go out to McGregor's warehouse and pick them up or we will ship if we if we need to ship. But the need is so great. In Toronto, on any one night, there are 5,200 people sleeping on the streets in 
and in the shelters. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing. And, you know, we created this a couple of years ago because we we learned about the need for socks and none of us really thought about it. Mm-hmm. And, and when you think about it, it really is a simple, simple thing. And um, because McGregor is our partner, they sell us the socks for less than half less than cost price, sorry. And so they have some skin in the game and That's are right. contributing. And in fact, have worked with us to create a special sock that we're calling the Super Sock. And uh, that will be the only sock. It will be our exclusive sock for Just Socks. It's thicker, warmer, longer lasting. And um, it will hopefully be here sometime late February. Um, but that will be the only sock that we will donate to all the charities. And the charities have told us that they just love the quality of socks that, that we provide. So um, justsocks.ca. That's great. And it's uh, what I like too about your site, it's very easy to make that donation. It's a couple of clicks and away you go. It is. And you get your tax receipt and everyone's happy. Exactly. And you're keeping people warm, so that's great. And you're keeping us warm. You must have heard that we didn't get socks this Christmas. You brought us a pair of socks each. I did, I did. And and I want you to look at them because that's the quality of sock that we are giving out on the street. Oh, very good. So um, we wanted you to to wear them uh, with pride. And, uh, and and we really hope. And we also have Facebook and Twitter. So uh, Just Socks Canada, if you follow us and retweet and uh, and perhaps uh, have your friends and family uh, come along. We can even create a, a separate fund if you if you want to have, uh, you know, the Keologus Crack uh, fund for Just Socks. We can uh-huh, do that and, and record how many of your listeners are actually donating. So, uh, But thank you for having us here. Uh, we're delighted. As I said, we're a family-run charity. 95% of our costs go to purchasing socks and uh, so we do everything else ourselves and, and including the promotion so <laughs> thank you for having us and oh, just want to say congrats to uh, to Brian Farmer for Irish Person of the Year wonderful wonderful uh, choice thank you uh, that's brilliant Terry thanks a million and it's always good to have you on the show and you're doing great work and this is important that we get the word out and I'm delighted that the listeners step up to the plate and uh, and start to donate and you can go to our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com, if you want, and the link is right there as well to uh, to donate. It's right there on our news section. That's great. Just wanted to add in yeah. one one uh, mention, and I know last year some some of your donors wanted to send us lovely big checks, and so if you'd like to be, send a check, please uh, call me at 416-357-1231, and we'd be delighted to uh, tell you how to do that. Thank you so much. Good stuff. Well, you're sticking around, so we'll, uh, we'll give out that number uh, a little bit later on in the show as well, so... Can I just tell you how easy it is to donate? Yes. I just donated $100. That's all. You know, all the time that Terry was talking? $100. $100, yeah. That's the most you could give. Yeah. All on your salary. Well, what I I think... Trudeau, but we've doubled, Trudeau, I mean, that's uh, now been doubled with our donors, so he's really given 200, so fantastic. Look 200 you, huh? people on the street Just are a little warmer me. for I you. I was only give 25, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to give the 100. The first pay, the first pay came in uh, on the 15th, you know, 15th of the month, <laughs> right, yeah. and although I wasn't happy, Justin Trudeau had an immediate impact. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of that right now. So. Right. Thanks good. so much fantastic. for that donation. Thank You're welcome. You. So great. took two minutes. And you got Less your receipt. You got your receipt. Receipts in. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Great. Justin will give you a bit back then. There's, there's a little thing that came up here and says, make another donation, Ken. So let me just pass <laughs> this your way here. Pass it over my huh? way. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I got a tenner on me here for sure. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, in the theme of all that, we're going to play uh, a great little band from County Clare, and it's Socks in the Frying Pan. Confined to the shovel and stable 
He'd mocked away half of his life with tackle and reins, buckle and chain, plodding his way through the night. The whip wasn't spared as a young lad, no more than it was for a mare. Saddle and grain, combing a mane, dreaming of stealing away in a place he'd call his own. Land on Kilcornan, planted but not sown. Leave and leave alone. They called him the Greyhound of Bridles, a simple young hound he'd seen too. No fighting or brewing. Just grooming and shoeing, a stray living life. How he knew songs that he'd heard in the distance were tunes of a faraway land of sporting and fencing, courting and dancing. Not privilege to a peasant man in a place he'd call his own land on Kilcornan, planted. But not so. Leave and leave alone. And when woken by cold or by fever, he knew he had strength yet untold. But feelings of fear, laughter and sneers compelled him to stay where he's told. But with courage against landlord and bailiff. He'd been learning the tricks of the trade, from amble and canter, gallop and slander. The taunting has sharpened his blade. Shabin, a Tobacco's newest Irish pub, invites you down to see what the buzz is all about. For man is Brendan Dolan and his team guarantee an authentic Irish pub experience. 
Located at 5555 Eggington Avenue West, just west of Ramford Avenue, the Irish Sabine is inspired by tradition. The menu is filled with delicious pub grub. Enjoy the warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cosy spots to call your own. There's even a large patio outside if you're looking for a bit of fresh air. There's a lovely private room called the Centennial. It has a fireplace, a 60-inch flat screen that can be used for meetings. It's a great spot for hosting special events, team or association gatherings. Drop in any time and say hello to Brendan and his friendly bunch or give them a call at 416-695-9178. And don't forget to check out theirishabean.com for the schedule of weekly live entertainment. So off you go to 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just west of Renfort Avenue. The Irish Shabean, you won't be disappointed. When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 The Queen's way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. All right, very good. And I got a little bit of a note here from Michael down at the Galway Arms that the Danny Williams band uh, are down there tonight at 8.30. So to get down there, very entertaining uh, bunch of lads. And uh, I'm told a big pile of the Toronto Gale lads are going to con- Toronto Gales lads are going to congregate down there. Oh, very Some good. Delicious looking lads down there now. I'd so. say so. I would, uh, you know, find strapping lads in the all city, together. Get huh? down there. Get yeah, down there. Good. Anyway, big, big bit of fun down there tonight. Eight thirty. Uh, the Danny Williams band. And a bit of disappointment out on the tennis front. James McGee, the Dubliner, didn't make it through to the uh, Australian Open. He was beaten by the Germans. <laughs> the fellow took him down seven six six four. He lost today, so uh, it was his last chance to get into the Not first Grand Slam of the year down there in yeah. Melbourne, He's Australia. Close. He's close. He is. Yeah, he qualified for the U.S. Open last year. Yeah. So I saw him there. He had the Irish tricolor on his sweatband. So oh, lovely. It was Very good. good. Very good. And speaking of Australia, I had an email from Con O'Connell and and Kathy down there. They they arrived safely in after, Australia. In Australia, yeah, they're down on holidays. And they had, a bit of, again. they had a bit of a challenge getting in there. <laughs> he uh, he thinks it's my fault, by the way, since I was last down there. Oh, yeah. First of all, they misspelt or got the names confused on Cathy's visa going in there. So they got <laughs> held up and then they were on the tarmac for about an hour. And then he told me about that they had to come on and spray the plane. So they spray <laughs> you when you arrive in Australia. I don't know if you know that or not, but they come on the plane, they spray your bags and they spray you. And then they promise it won't kill you. <laughs> and he thought it was just because I was there before. So <laughs> Anyway, they're down there now. Europe. And then, you know what? He said he was walking around after he first uh, got there, and he was walking around uh, the Sydney Opera House and bumped into a fellow he used to work with. Oh, my God. And they went out for dinner that That's night. Crazy. So. That's crazy. Not something? Yeah. Anyway, here's a song from Dolores Keane, and it's Far Away in Australia. We 
sweetheart, I'm bidding you fond farewell. I will be yours someday. I'm bound for a new land, my fortune to try, and I'm ready to sail away. The girl I left behind. Oh, you can't leave me, this poor maiden said. I will not let you go. But I must leave you. He gently replied, if for only a while, you know. Far away in Australia, soon we'll. Or in failure, I will always be true, and proud each day in a land far away. I'll be building a home for you. Daily she waits at the old cottage gate, watching the whole day through. Then one day, a message from over. And I'm hoping these words are true. Far away in Australia, now has come the time when I am ready to welcome at last the girl I left behind. Guinness. There's over 250 years of brewing tradition. And a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness. Guinness. Very good. Here's the Guinness community calendar of events. And we mentioned off the top that uh, Mike has arrived in Toronto. So don't forget about Irish Project Hope. We're doing a lot of fundraising on the show today with just socks here as well. But you can go to community dot archtoronto.org and lend your uh, few dollars to us at the Irish Project Hope and it's the Holy Rosary Parish in Toronto is what you want to select and select project special projects and put it to the attention of Irish Project Hope or you can send Ethna Heffernan your check and you would just want to send that to 354 uh, that's at St. Clair Avenue West Toronto M5P1N4 and as I say, mark that to the attention of Ethna Heffernan. Um, and that's down there at the Holy Rosary. Applications for the Toronto Rose 2016 are now open for, uh, for your uh, attention. And uh, Mark is going to put in his, uh, his application this year. And he's looking really good here. Shannon Ellen is the girl you want to contact. 519-731-2664. Or send them an email to torontorosofterlee at 
Hotmail. Kyoltis is hard at work. Maureen Mulvey O'Leary is getting things going. And uh, she's going to create a day, and it's going to happen down there at the Montgomery Inn at Dundas and Islington in Toronto. And it's happening on January the 23rd from 10 a.m. till 3. And they're going to cover off all sorts of things like language and dancing and a bit of singing and music as well. So uh, get yourselves in touch with Maureen. And she wants you to know that there's a few other important dates to keep in mind. The 4th, 5th and 6th of March for the Chris Langan weekend. And then in April, the 1st, 2nd and 3rd is the Kyoltis Convention in St. Louis. And the dancing has started up again with lessons down there at the Irish Supporters Club at 4120 Ridgeway in Mississauga. The Corktown Pub in uh, Hamilton at 175 Young Street from 6.30 till 8. And on Wednesdays at the Senior Centre, 2452 Danforth Avenue. Children are on from 5.30 to 7 and adults 7.30 till 9. And on Thursdays, you can catch them at the All Saints Catholic School at 10 Country Road in Whitby. The Cavan and Monaghan Association would like to extend an invite to their breakfast gathering at Quinn's Steakhouse and Bar at 96 Richmond Street in Toronto, 11 a.m. Tickets are $30. And you can contact Mary Kelly, 416-838-7850. Saturday, February the 6th, it's an open-door Kelly. It's from 8 p.m. till 11.30. Everyone's welcome. And that's at 3591 Dundas Street. You can contact Geraldine, 416-573-1205. And Sinn Féin have a lot of stuff happening for the 1916 uh, Rising Centenary Programme and the O'Donovan Rossa Memorial Lectures are happening. That's all taking place on Saturday, uh, February 27th. So you can go uh, and check that out. And you can check all of these uh, dates on our website, saturdayirishradio.com. We've got a full programme of events for March coming up. The uh, Ireland Fund Luncheon is on as well. And uh, anyway, you can check out all the email addresses, phone numbers, and they're all there mm-hmm. at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. If you have an event that you want to publicize, send us an email to Ken at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. A bit of breaking news just came through there. No way. That Canada, or Ireland's oldest citizen, passed away there. Ah, no. Yes, her name was um, Molly Madden from Mayo. She was born in 1906. Good stock down that? there. That's so meaning there, huh? Uh-huh. Mayo anyway, people. she passed away, and uh, what's the name of the town? She, uh, Ballycastle in Mayo. Oh, very good. Yeah, so um, that's a bit of sad news. 109. Wow. Would you take that? I don't know if I would or not. <laughs> huh? No one would want to be dealing with me while I was 109. Would Billy Connolly has a great line about, you know, uh, adding year, like, uh, you know, doing things that will take years off the end of your life. And yeah. of course, oh, you just probably knocked a year off your life there because of that session you went on or something like that. And you know, he is a great line about the fact that the year you get back is not the ninth, the 19 to 20 year. It's the 69 to 70 year, which isn't quite as much fun. Anyway, so there you go. Very good. Well, as you know, we have uh, Terry Smith here from Just Socks in the studio and Cormac Monon from the IPOY. And uh, we're announced that Brian Farmer is the Irish Person of the Year this year. And Terry was on 680 News yesterday. Yeah, and you announced uh, yes. you got your campaign off and running? Our campaign is off and running uh, from January 15th to February 15th. And I'm very pleased to say that on our first day, we raised $2,500. Wow. So um, hopefully, Ken, as you said, our, your listeners will match that today, <laughs> which would be great. And uh, last year it was our first year for the drive. And uh, we have partnered with 40 charities in the GTA. And we have given away over 45,000 pairs of socks. 
Uh, and I just want to mention that uh, some of the charities we give to, like New Circles, is one of the charities who are providing clothing to the refugees when they come. So if you donate to Just Socks, you'll know that some of that donation is actually going to be helping the refugees with their clothing as well. So um, happy happy with that. And just want to say a big thanks to uh, to the rest of the Just Socks team, which is uh, my two kids, Katie Knott, who's managing Just Socks, and uh, Graham Smith, who's our marketing and treasurer. So uh, thank you, and uh, please go online at justsocks.ca and help us out uh, however you can. Yeah. Thank you. One of the most impressive statistics that you did give us is that 90 95%, I like that statistic, 95% of all donations. That's just, that's incredible. And that also is indicative of the degree of volunteerism that's involved here as well. So. Fantastic. Thank well you. Done. Thank yeah. you so much. Great. So uh, you were sending me a note that Carmela has an Irish teacher now. Yeah, she has an, uh, an Irish teacher. And, um, you know, he's a science teacher. Mr. Collins is his name. Oh, deadly. And uh, she sent me a text saying, hey. Any relation to the big man? No, I don't think so. No? Oh, probably at some stage. Way back. From the southeast of Ireland, anyway. He was a bit embarrassed, I think, to tell her exactly where he was from. Oh, is so that right? He didn't give vague, the full address. When you're vague about it, you know. He'd be afraid now proud. we're over there next that we'll be calling <laughs> on the... Anyway, so in a, you know, an, an effort to get her science grades up. You know, this is uh, this is one movie. This is brilliant, right? Yes. Anyway, she sent me a note and she told them that we had an Irish radio show. And he requested this song, which is the Garden Mother's Lullaby. And he requested one by the Corries. And unfortunately, Mr. Collins, we couldn't find one by the Corries. They're a Scottish band, not, I believe. Right? It's not on iTunes. It's not on iTunes. It's on YouTube or something like that. But anyway, so um, what he probably doesn't know is that, um, or maybe he hasn't heard of Luke Kelly. I don't know if he has or not. I think his family might have moved here in the late 18th century and... Luke Kelly wasn't around then. No, right? he wasn't. So, no. um, but here is probably one of the better or best renditions of the Garden Mother's Lullaby, Luke Kelly. Has rings 
to hear the sad, sweet tune I sing, oh, love to you. A lovely stuff. The unmistakable voice of Luke Kelly there. So hopefully uh, that'll be a 90 plus mark now on the science. It's a lock. I'll huh? be watching for it. Maybe Carmela should go to Belbriggan and do the science. Sounds like apparently very good over idea. there. Huh? <laughs> anyway, folks, it's almost the end of another show. And Cormac, uh, give us uh, your uh, final thoughts before you leave us on Brian Farmer. Yeah. And just before I get to that, actually, just Mark's reference to the oldest person in Ireland uh, reminded me of a story my brother in Galway told me a few years ago. Uh, Galway Bay FM were, you know, doing their broadcast on the journalist, uh, the DJ read out. And we'd like to send greetings to Mary Murphy, who's uh, 111 in hospital today. And then there was a pause. Sorry, who's ill in hospital today? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, obviously, he wasn't as professional a DJ as you guys. But uh, but back to Mr. Farmer. Anyway, our very deserving 2016 Irish Person of the Year. Tickets available at your usual sources, but email ipoytoronto at gmail.com uh, for more information. And um, we hope to see a lot of you on Sunday, March the 6th. Thanks again, lads, for having me in. Excellent. Well done, Cormac. Yeah, and uh, to you and your committee, a fantastic choice. And, uh, you know, um, Eddie Brett uh, passes the baton to a very uh, a very worthy recipient. And uh, can't wait to uh, to talk to Brian next week. Yeah, be fantastic. look forward to that. Yeah, and your boys got off to a good start this morning. Your yes. day was bright. 4-1 win. Yeah. Yeah, four one win, and yeah. I'm already getting Ho-hum. abusing te- uh, texts from my <laughs> father over there, who's a Man United he, fan. And I'm a some, Liverpool fan. He's got so. some neck giving you abuse. He does, and yeah. Him being a United fan. Yeah. What are they now? Seventh or something in the uh, table? Yeah. Who United? Yeah. They'll be down at the bottom by the end of this season. <laughs> down there with Chelsea, Jay. <laughs> Chelsea lost today, three two. Oh my, my god! My son will be very disappointed. He'll be a Spurs fan yet. I, I think I boy. can bring him back. Bring him back. All what right. are we going out with here? There we go. Uh, the Do you remember Shores the of Loch Breda, I think <laughs> is what it is. And Lovely. it's a fantastic new CD, actually. Uh, Irish traditional CD. So uh, we'll play more of it in the coming weeks. All right, folks. Slán. Slán.
Parish Community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m.